Hello and good morning, Rini. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm great. What about yourself? Absolutely fantastic. I got to tell you, and you're probably going to think I'm a weird guy, but I love watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta because I will I will study what you guys are doing on this show. And I know that in my own community up here in Charlotte, what you're going through, so are people up here. And it's so fun to study what you guys do and how you handle things. And then just say, hey, by the way, did you watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? You, you need to go watch that episode right there. Okay, I love the promo, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about this show that is very real, and, and, and I think it reaches well beyond because we're both in the South, but I believe it, it reaches across the entire country. Oh, yeah, I think, um, you know, real-life events or, you know, things people are going through are limited to what area or a demographic. How do you prepare for that, though? Because, I mean, basically, are, are you not just burying your soul? Yeah, I mean, it, when you decide to be on reality TV, that's you saying whatever your reality is, you're going to let the people see it and come along on the journey with you. So you got to be ready for the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Do you ever just want to sit down and write a song while these events are taking place? Um, In in the heat of the events, no, probably not. Writing a song is probably the last thing on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, you know, they always say that the, the, the greatest songs come from personal experiences. And I and when I'm sitting there watching, I'm going, oh, man, that would make a good song. Oh, yeah. Now, now, after after I collected my thoughts and processed what might have went on, of course, you know, it influenced everything we go through influences the music or whatever, you, whatever you create, if you are creative. Yeah. Atlanta's lifestyle has always been so inspiring to so many other cities across the nation to be in that Atlanta lifestyle. Oh my God. What is it really like? I'm talking spaghetti junction to go into Buckhead. Yeah. See, I'm not, I, when I moved to Atlanta, I was really shell shocked by that because I'm from South Carolina and I'm from like the country, like not the city. So that was like a lot for me to get used to and just like the taste of everything. But once you kind of like figure it out and learn how to move around, it's just like being at home. Yeah. It's, it looks overwhelming, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from South Carolina, man, that's that you guys have got some serious heat down in that part of the world. And then to go to Atlanta, which is even closer to the Gulf. Yeah, I, I, I actually enjoy both places, but it's nothing like home. <laughs> Facing demons. I You know, this is one of those where I actually grab my writing instrument and I take notes because the way that you guys face demons and, you know, th there is that collaboration of learning to understand each other as well as yourself. And I love the way that, that you do not hide what's going on. Um, I think... I think people have a perception of reality TV where it's like these scenarios or things are like staged or set up when really like how you say facing demons, like we're really facing mm -hmm. everything in real time with you guys and, and showing you exactly what's going on. And that could be challenging because some people can't even face what they're dealing with alone, mm -hmm. let alone with a camera and millions of people watching them. Yeah, see, and, that, and that's one of the things that, that I find inter interesting is the fact that you guys are open about it. And a lot of us on this side of the flat screen TV, we would rather just run and hide. And it's like, no, 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 no. They're saying that we can bring this out. We can talk about this. Yeah, so even when it even when it's like those rough situations or those not so pretty and pleasant ones, I think that's what we all take from it. Yeah, you might not have seen us at our best right now, but I know it's somebody somewhere watching who this probably helped.
One of the things that I have is a lot of compassion for you because I recently lost my mother, and it's one of those things where I believe that she is with us at all times. Do you have that spiritual connection as well? First, sorry for your loss, but definitely um, for a while, I was a little in denial about losing my mom. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you when you start healing and you really start, like, addressing things and understanding what's going on, I do feel like my mom's with me every day, all day. Um, and I feel like my mom is doing a lot of work for me. I know a lot of the blessings that I have going on, she has a lot to do with. Yeah, it, it's almost like I can hear her voice more today than I did when we were together. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely still hear my mom, still feel my mom. And it, we have conversations. It's just it's different. And um, I think until you experience that, a lot of people won't understand that. Being so close to the music world, what is that like to be with other creative minds? Because, I mean, I'm a radio guy. We all we, we, we live in a world of individualism. But for you to be on this with other musicians, I mean, that whoa, that's a lot of energy. Yes, yeah, a lot of energy, but we still all individuals, you know, and sometimes everybody not going, you know, mesh well together because we are all creatives and we all do have our own perspectives and, you know, are very strong minded about how we feel and think. What have you learned from this? Because, I mean, it, you you being right there, not only on the set, but to experience it in real time before it gets to us. You've got to be a student at this. Um, I think the biggest lesson being on the show has taught me is um, to not be as impulsive, to actually, you know, analyze situations and think about what's going on and how to respond before I respond. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you say impulsive, the first thing I'm doing is thinking of impulsive buying and that and the fashion on on a love and hip hop Atlanta. <laughs> My God, you guys see you. You make people want to dress up, even if we're sitting at home. Oh, yeah. Now, what thing Atlanta going to do? They're going to put them clothes on. <laughs> they're going to have the newest, the flyest. Yeah, they're going to put it on. It, is it wrong to sit there and try to look for what, what people are wearing on their feet with shoes and stuff? Because it's like, it's like I want to I want to make sure that it matches. I want to see what the new style is or what you're trying to set there as, as a new trend. Oh, no, you got to see the whole outfit. You're doing right. You got to peep the whole swag. <laughs> I mean, because these days, I mean, with, with the Internet and everything, Internet attraction is everything. I mean, influencers, oh, my God. Do you see yourself as being an influencer? Um, I don't necessarily see myself being an influencer. I have a lot of influence, but I wouldn't limit myself to just saying I would be an influencer. When are we going to get a book from you? Because, I mean, with all these experiences and with you basically, like I said earlier, you're burying your soul. But we need to have something to hold in our hands. Oh, a book. See, I don't know. I, I never thought about a book. Um, you might have just gave me an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, look at what you've gone through at, at, at what you have been through in this age of your life. And you've got a whole life in front of you. I just think that, that we, the generation needs to be spoken with. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I think when it comes to things like that, you actually you have to finish dealing with yep. whatever you're going through first before you can, you know, talk to anybody about it or tell anybody about it. You actually got to process it and deal with it first. So maybe when I'm finished with my healing journey and I've, you know, figured everything out, y'all get a book. <laughs> you just spoke my street when you said healing journey. Oh, my God. It's I believe in self-healing and I, I love to study. It's like asking the questions so you can question the answers. 
Well, you're going to love part B of this season because it is a lot of healing going on. It's a long journey and a, and a bumpy one, yeah. but it is a lot of healing going on. Is there, is there meditation involved? Meditation, group therapy? What, 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 or should we just say, hey, wait, save it for the show, buddy? <laughs> yeah, you just got to watch and see, but you're going to love it. <laughs> so where can people go to find out more about you? I want them to give you the love. Oh, you can find me on Instagram at R E N N I R U C C I underscore. And that is really my hub of all my socials, all of my information, everything, Rennie, right there. Excellent. Well, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future, Rennie. The door is always going to be open for you. I, I definitely will take you up on that. Thank you for having me. Will you be brilliant today, okay? You too. <laughs>